things are more emotional and bring families closer together than the sport of football, the athleticism, the brute force, the close wins, and the heartbreaking losses. No team has nurtured that family bond better than the Green Bay Packers, and no place resembles that true football spirit better than the frozen tundra. Many people say you don't become a Packer fan. You're born that way. You bleed green and gold. Now, here are your hosts, father and son, Mike and Sean Reagan, with the Bleeding Green and Gold podcast. Welcome to week 12 edition of Bleeding Green and Gold. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. Really a tough loss for the pack. They lose to the Eagles 33 to 40. On the good note, we did get to see some quality play from Jordan Love. He had a nice TD pass to Christian Watson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, in a lot of ways, probably the highlight of the game because you can't say too much about the defense. Um, Rogers playing beat up. They they definitely made a storyline out of his thumb being broken, mm-hmm. and then he got hurt. I think they said an oblique injury in his side. Um. And then, yeah, we got to see some Jordan Love. We got to see another nice game out of Christian Watson, which was nice. But Mm -hmm. we hung in there. We had some chances at the end to tie it, but it never quite felt like that was going to be the result because we could not stop the run at all. It was was, 300 details on it, but oh, that was so frustrating. Over 350 yards of rushing for the Eagles. And yeah, I, just, I had 363, but it doesn't matter. It's, yeah, it's a lot. I said over 350. Okay. <laughs> so that's over 360. <laughs> <laughs> it's over 362 as well. Um, it's over th- 362 and a half. I kind of wish we had left Joe Barry in Philly at this point. You wish we would have left him in? In Philly. Oh, Oh, I didn't don't even let him on the plane back. Oh, <laughs> it's it's just so frustrating. It feels like we're not improving in any ways. We have a talented defense, a lot of good skill guys. And all these issues we have seen just keep going with Barry. So, yeah, I agree. I agree. Frustrating overall. Um, How do you feel about the game? I felt, you know, um, they will if <laughs> It's hard to do, but if you can remove the lack of stopping the run, there were some good things that were happening. Um, but it was, um, <clears throat> I thought we had some, you know, some good plays and we missed a lot of tackles. Um, I don't know. You? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel similar. There was some um, stuff to be happy for it. I guess in some ways it's a moral victory that we hung in there with them the whole game, you know, one of the best teams in the league and we had a chance to tie it at the end, but moral victories don't improve your chances at the playoffs. No, just ask Dan Campbell. Yeah. So I did look at uh, our current playoff odds. We've been kind of talking about that each week. And after this loss and the way the other game shook out, depending on what statisticians odds you go to, we are at a two and a half to 3% chance of making the playoffs. (laughs) Well, since you brought that up, let's just go through this. Um, Cause we're going to have to win out and then get some help from some folks, but we play the bears in Chicago at noon this Sunday. Then we have our bye. Oh boy. It's been a long time. And then we have (laughs) the Rams at home. And then we do our usual trip to Florida. Why the NFL loves to do this to us, I don't get, but we'll be uh, taking on the Dolphins in the following week. And then we wrap it up at home against the Vikings and then the next week against the Lions. So it's possible that we could run it. Um, Dolphins, really a surprising team this year, much better than I expected anyways. But Mm -hmm. uh, the Rams aren't really struggling this year. Rams might be one of the few teams doing worse than us compared to expectations i would agree i would agree um you know especially from coming off the year they had last year um mm-hmm. so talk about a super bowl hangover yeah totally 
Um, so it's it's very probable if we can clean up some stuff and we can win in Chicago. We don't know who's going to be yeah. starting quarterback or what there yet. It would be frustrating to to win out, run the table, and then still not make the playoffs. Yeah, it would be, but we kind of made it, did it to ourselves. So, oh yeah. Um, but yeah, that uh, it's happened many times in my lifetime when they get hot at the wrong time. Um, yeah, but so we talked about Rogers getting hurt and going out. Jordan Love coming in. I did see Rogers said. I think it was earlier today we're recording this on wednesday the 30th that his x-rays look okay and he's planning to play mm-hmm. and that he doesn't um plan on sitting out if we're statistically mathematically have a chance of making the playoffs still yeah so yeah. how do you feel about that i don't blame him you know you you want your your star quarterback to to feel that way and you know i still even though love looked that good it's he's not in the same caliber as rogers even when he's injured i don't mm-hmm. think um i know a lot and of we people don't really saying, know we haven't seen him well yeah i agree but i i know a lot of people are saying just you know just give up on the season and give love a chance you know and um that's all we're saying is oh we are saying Give love a chance. I Give love, love a chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I hope. You know what? Why not? Why not go for it? If uh, if we lose against Chicago, then just let him heal up on his own. You know, just get healthy. And I don't mm-hmm. mean on his own with the, but of course with the help from the team. But you? Yeah. I'm fine with it. I mean, it's kind of the Packers tradition going back to Favre that you put your body on the line, if at all possible, and play through whatever injury you need to. So I'm I'm not surprised by it. You know, he sat under Favre, watched how he kind of did it, got that competitive spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I would like if we had some games. I'm not necessarily saying this next one, since we do mathematically still have a chance, but if that stops i wouldn't mind seeing rogers go on ir to heal up and see what we have in jordan love Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it looks good you know there's been a lot of good reports about how he looks outside of where there's cameras and that they think he could be a star um but we don't really know and even in this game you know he looked really good he had some really nice passes that touched down to christian watson um but also watson because he's just so athletically gifted ran past the whole defense after getting the ball. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey, before um, you get too far, it was, uh, I'm, I don't want to stop you from talking. I just wanted to thank you for coming over Sunday night. You got a bit of a drive to come here and mm-hmm. head back home. It was great having you here. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, and then he also had uh, the second touchdown that he could have thrown to Cobb in the end zone that was dropped it did look like cop got hit a little early on that one and it wasn't called i would say so you know two very possible touchdowns there of course eagles at that point are playing to conserve the win so they're going to be playing softer than if love was playing earlier in the game mm-hmm. so you have to factor that in as well but overall i think you look good i don't think you bench aaron Rodgers if he's wanting to play and I know I you see online a lot of Packer fans have wanted, you know, oh, we're not making the playoffs. We should be playing for a better draft pick. We never get good draft picks, da-da-da. Well, the way Love looked in this game, I don't know if benching Rodgers necessarily means we're throwing the games. Do you see the Packers losing to the Bears with Jordan Love under the helm? I, I would bet on the Packers there still. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it depends on who's playing at quarterback for him. Um, I haven't really looked through the uh, injury list for the Bears, so I don't know. Um, you know, we got a ways to go yet. It's um, the Wednesday IR reports really are meaningless. Um, <clears throat> but you brought up Lafleur did say he expects Rogers to play just today. Right. Well, I, two things. One, um, I did see a little blurb today from Aaron. Somebody asked him how he felt about love going in there. And he said, I was super excited for the kid. See, I look at him like a little brother. He he looked good. He looked poised. He was making good decisions. 
Yeah, I, I thought it was such a classic barbed compliment, you know. Oh, I was excited to see him. He looked good, but he, he mentioned, oh, he's a kid. He mentioned, oh, he's like a little brother. You know, it, it's kind of like little jabs where it's still a nice com- compliment, but you get that feeling of superiority out of it. I guess you could look at it that way. I don't know. It's just the way I took it when I read it. <laughs> the second, um, you mentioned Favre. That first drive we had, it was third and four. It was very reminiscent of Favre. Rodgers breaks a tackle, rolls to his right, throws an interception. The Eagles go on to score, but they miss the extra point, which we are kind enough to miss our extra point, so they don't have to worry about it. And then the second interception, it was just a forced pass. It was just a, it, and lucky for Aaron, um, the Eagles fumbled on that, um, on their on their drive. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, uh, who knows? Maybe that, you know, yeah. he's not as perfect with that thumb. Who knows? <clears throat> More interceptions from Rodgers this year than I can really ever recall him throwing. I don't know the exact stats. I know most years he doesn't really break four in the whole season. And I think he's at nine now, eight or nine. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah, it's so there. it's definitely interesting to see. A lot of it might be the thumb. A lot of it's probably rookie receivers not having that cohesiveness with the passing game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Rodgers ended with a QBR rating of 38.3. Another kind of want want performance compared to what we're used to right he did at, get sacked three times he was playing hurt <clears throat> um jalen hurts on the other end of the ball looking at quarterback 16 of 28 153 yards two touchdowns sacked twice but also ran for 157 yards mm. to get the mm. eagles qb um running record for a single game yeah, what was it? Uh, he ran more than 100 yards in the first quarter of the game, mm-hmm. ended up with 157, as you said, for the game. First play of the second quarter, ran for a bunch more. Just... He's the fourth player in league history with at least 150 passing yards and rushing yards in the same season. Mm-hmm. And uh, deservedly so, he got the NFC Player of the Week, Offensive Player of the Week. So, And we just we didn't really adjust to it. When we played a QB spy, it was a guy playing pretty far off the line to begin with where he has to rush up to get mm-hmm. him, and then he's left on kind of an island. And I don't know. It's so difficult to feel forgiving to Joe Barry's scheming when you know exactly what the Eagles want to do and you don't adjust it in a way. Absolutely, to stop man. Stop it. Especially at halftime. Come on. Yeah. And, and, you know... We went 13 and three the first season with Joe Barry, but even then we had our reservations. And I mean, I had reservations right when we hired him, and you see the whole Washington fan base cheering to get rid of him. So that that in itself is not a great sign. No. Um, he had three wins in his career before coming to the Packers. Not a great sign. No. He's been a linebacker's coach. Um before becoming a defensive coordinator, that was his gig. I would say our linebackers are probably our weakest spot right now on the defense. They just look so confused at so many points and how to adjust to what the offense is doing, where to be and when, how to wrap up tackles. And it's like, if oh, he can't get that part right, yeah, I don't, I don't know well, if, if we see him next year. Matt Lafleur was. Uh... The asked if there were going to be any coordinator changes this season. And uh, he said, uh, oh, speaking of Joe Barry, and he said, absolutely not. There will not be. We're all in this together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, by the way, Jim Leonard, the interim Wisconsin Badger head coach, did not get the head coaching job. That's going to. It went Luke, to Little Fickle. Luca a Fickle. A Luca Fickle. <laughs> Oh, from so maybe, Bearcats. Yeah, maybe this, that's an option. Again, maybe that's back on the table. Well, that's exactly where I was going. I'm I, I'm sure that I know Packer fans are going, come on, let's get them. Let's get them. Let's get them. Um, but anyway, Luke Fickle, 
uh, was the head coach for the Cincinnati Bearcats for six years. His record was 57 and 18. And Fickle did speak with Leonard on Sunday when they came, finished all the paperwork, and uh, apparently was going to talk to him again today to see if he would fit in with the new coaching staff. But so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And I mean, you can make a lot of money in college as a coach, probably more yeah. a lot you know of how time much than you make Leonard's in the making? NFL. Leonard's making not as a head coach. No, I don't know. As a defensive coordinator, he's making more than the NFL defensive coordinators. He's making 1.5. Probably wow. a whole bunch of sponsorships and other things, too. Let's see. Matt LaFleur is making $5 million. $5 million? And he's tied for the highest paid coach in the league next to Robert Sala with the Jets. Wow. Wow. And then these college head coaches that, are yeah. 10, 15 million. Well, there was one guy. Oh, what's his name? Signed a massive one recently. College head coach. Mm. Like biggest by far of all time, just like a week or two ago. There's a lot of them that are getting yeah. changes. A lot uh, of money to be made in a, in a league where you don't have to pay players. Well, exactly. And then the, 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 it's so big, they make so much money that they can guarantee these contracts. And then after a couple of seasons going, it's not working. We'll pay you out. Go. Mm-hmm. It's, and so tens of millions of dollars that they have to pay out. And then they say, oh, by the way, we've got to raise tuition rates. So, Yeah, pretty much. Uh, let's look at the rushing a little bit here. On the Packers side, okay, but not great. You had A.J. Dillon, eight carries, 64 yards, and a touchdown. Aaron Jones, 12 carries for 43 yards. He didn't have a ton of yards. I thought Jones did look good, though, in the runs that he had. He made some nice moves, made some guys miss, ran through a couple guys, and then also had 56 yards and a touchdown in the receiving game. I One of them, that touchdown was a beauty. Oh, like, man. Basically a wide receiver yep. at that point. Yeah. Yeah, running he's around. pretty limber. Um, I don't know why we didn't keep handing the ball off to A.J. Dillon. He averaged eight yards a run. Probably because we were losing. But we were not losing that much. It, it was still early in the game. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's frustrating because he was looking good. Uh, yes. Probably the best he's looked this season. He did, if I recall, get hurt near the end of the game. He he got he took a hit if you remember where he kind of pinwheeled off of him his leg flew up in the air and he stayed mm-hmm. on his feet, um, but then went off holding his the back of his leg. So hopefully he's still okay. Let me see if he's on the report. It's uh he's man he's on the about... injury report with a quad injury. Oh, he gets those. He is such a bruiser for a running back. I mean he just bam 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 and you know some people are trying to miss people and run around him he just tries to run through everybody well we brought him in to be that bruiser but i'd say he's also he's lighter on his feet than i expected when we got him you know he makes some nice cuts Mm -hmm. some nice moves he has good hands in the receiving game they highlighted that a little bit in this game that we didn't know coming out of college he'd be good at catching the ball because he never really got that opportunity in college but he he's he catches it cleanly um it's nice to see a uh, quick note on rushing on the Eagles side hurts. We talked about his 157 miles Sanders, 143 yards, two touchdowns and Gainwell 39 yards and a touchdown Scott 24 for a total, as you mentioned of 363 yards Packers, over 350. Get, that's right. Packers <laughs> get run over. Ugh, Cannot gosh. stop it. The whole game. Do not that's adjust. Right. I told you it's just like the Kaepernick game where he just did the same thing. Just anytime we we started to feel like we were gonna stop him, he'd just take off and run. Mm-hmm. And we we've had a few years to try and fix that, and apparently we can't. Yeah. It it definitely at the beginning of the game felt very reminiscent of that, I would agree. Um, not a ton to talk about in the receivers other than Watson having that 110 yard game with his touchdown from love. 
Jones, we talked about his 56 yards and a touchdown. Other than that, no one broke 30 yards in the receiving game. Cobb did have a touchdown on his 19 yards of receiving. Yeah. So, yeah, we he's wondering why we didn't run the ball more. We didn't throw it a ton either, no. especially before Rodgers went out. Um, Rodgers only threw the ball 16 times, 11 completions. He's this is probably the least we've ever seen him throw in these like streak of games that we've had. I gotta try and find the stats I was looking at earlier. All right. Um I was gonna make a couple of comments on the defense. Are you looking for a Rogers stat? Should we wait on that? Um it's, let me see if I can find it, if this is it. Because some of the comparisons were just crazy. Um, no, that's not it. Okay, sorry about that. I It was talking about like no the problem. amount of um, uh, time of possession, you know, and stuff like that, where uh, how many throws, how many runs, how many plays. Uh, there's no way we should have been this close when you look at stuff like that. It was, it was just way in the Eagles favor especially with his two interceptions yep we did get the ball back um at a timely point in the game on a AJ Brown receiver for the Eagles fumble that was nice good run back on that one um otherwise yeah I mean we had some good performances like you said there was some silver linings in this game for sure well one Um, of them for me that really stood out was um I think it was in the first quarter. Um, I know it was in the first half where the defense stopped the Eagles. It was third and one. We stopped them. And then they went for it on fourth and one. And we stopped it and got the ball back. Um, that was, it's yeah. just uncanny. I don't, I don't know why they just didn't have. The fourth and one was kind of a weird fluke of a play where Hertz fumbled the snap. The lineman kind of held it between between his legs like up yeah. in the air and then they couldn't get any push um and i think was it quay walker ran around the end of the line and pulled hurts back yeah, uh, yeah. that was a or maybe in um that was a weird play uh but yeah then there was you know points in the game later where they had the third and short fourth and short and we just did not get close to stopping them. I think it was a fourth and one just QB sneak and they got like six or seven yards. Um, we also had the the big third and 14 at the end of the game, needed the stop. And Joe Barry puts all the defenders behind the first down line, like 15 mm-hmm. yards off the ball. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I get if, if that's fourth down, you don't let them cross the line, right? But it's third down, and you know they're going to go for it on fourth and short. And sure enough, they get it like fourth and one, go for it, and get it. And not only that, but our players were not ready for it. They're cheering. You know, they're on the field cheering and stuff while the Eagles are getting lined up. And that it's just so frustrating to, one, have that defensive scheme that doesn't seem to be aware of where you're at in the game, and also not have situational awareness on the player's end. They should be practicing for these kind of moments. I can't dispute anything you just said. That, that true words <laughs> have never been spoken. Uh, although we did have some good performances um, on the defense, Rudy Ford, who has come up with some nice plays on the season when he you was brought in for special you teams. You stole it from me. Did I? I had this whole thing written up about him. All right, well, I'll stop talking. You go. Some good news that it starts with a four-letter word, Ford. (laughs) (laughs) He picked up, we picked him up late in the season from Jacksonville when they released him. I mean, he's just been a a surprise. He was supposed to be, he had a reputation of being one of the best uh, gunners or flyer. um, And he's become a stud on the defense in the last three weeks. He's had uh, some picks. He's had two picks against the Cowboys. And then didn't he cause a fumble in this game? He he stripped the ball from AJ Brown in this game. Okay, so um, three stops on the line and did not give up a single completion in coverage. This season he's he's got twenty nine tackles, twenty seven are solo, and he's only missed three. That's that's really impressive. It is. 
That's not bad at all. Um, not a ton else stood out on defense because we were just getting run over so much. Justin Hollins, who they just brought in this week. Do you remember what team dropped him? I do not. Okay, do but not. we just brought him in like a few days before the game. Um, he had three total pressures, and the sack that he had on Jalen Hurts was nice, where he caught up to him. You know, Hurts is a fast quarterback, and he ran, ran him down and sacked him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Ford, where it's like, you know, apparently he wasn't fitting in for what Jacksonville needed. And, you know, every team does that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the fans go, well, look at how come we let him go? Look how he's good in Green Bay. He's doing so good in Green Bay. But it just works that way. You only have so many spots. You can't keep players just for the sake of keeping them. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it's it, I always feel good for guys that have been struggling to hang on. You know, what we talked about before, 3.3 years is the average in the NFL. Um, and so I, I like to see these guys get second and third chances and finally find a team where their skills work with what they're looking for. Yeah. Um, also on the defense, our cornerbacks starting this game had a decent game. Uh, Jair Alexander, who's had a tough, uh, couple of rough games compared mm-hmm. to hit the expectations you have for a star cornerback. Bounced back. He was targeted six times, broke up one pass, and gave up only 23 receiving yards. Keyshawn Nixon looked pretty good. He had two stops in coverage, one against the run, and gave up only two catches. Um, So not bad overall there. We also had some stinker performances, I would say. (laughs) I mean, all of our linebackers. Isaiah McDuffie missed multiple tackles, did horrible against the run. Chris Barnes missed tackles against the run and gave up five catches um, on only five targets. So he did not stop a single pass. Mm-mm. Uh, Quay Walker also did not look great. Um, he had a nice tackle at the line at one point, but he missed a season high four tackles in this game and struggled on the run. Um, so uh, it just, like I said, the linebackers, when you have a line, a defensive coordinator who has a history as a linebackers coach, you would think with the talent we have there that that would be one of our strengths. And it was last year, so I don't know what's going on there this year. Dean Lowry has struggled on the defensive line against the run ever since he's been a Packer and looked horrible. They ran right at him multiple times. They just picked on him. Um, He had one hurry in the passing game, but zero stops against the run. Um, He just signed a – they restructured his contract to get some – Cap relief today, I think. Lowry did they? Interesting. Yeah, um, Jaron Reed, back. who okay, they kind of highlight Jaron Reed in the game, talking about him on the defensive line. He looked pretty good, I would say, against the pass, had three pressures, got a sack, but alongside Lowry, it was just horrible against the run. I mean, the whole team did not do well against the run, so there's that, but. And th- this is the second highest paid defense. Is it? I believe. Well, so. that's what happens when you only draft defense for how long? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. We should, I don't know. We should be improving on this team. We have young guys. We have talented guys. And it feels like we're slowly walking backwards on defense. I agree. I agree. I get that the Eagles are a great offense, but you got to be able to do more than what they were doing out there. Yeah, but we've got 12 games, 12 games we've watched. And uh, it's not that mm-hmm. we're picking on the defense for this one game. We've had 12 games that we picked on them. So do you want a silver lining? Another one this game? Uh, if you're going to steal mine, I'll be upset, but go ahead. Well, now I'm nervous. All right. Keyshawn Nixon yep. in the return game. <laughs> All right, what do you got to say about him? It's just I love having the ability to have somebody who can break it. I yeah, mean, he looks like he has good vision. 172 yards and kick returns, 34.4 average. I mean, his long was 53. That's amazing. Can I point out that, that his 172 yards and returns this game? is more than Amari Rodgers had the whole season? I don't doubt it. 
It's by it's, by like could, forty. We could beat that horse again, Sean. <laughs> we keep saying, "Why, why, why did we keep him in there?" Yeah, it's, no I, punt I returns for either team, which is kind of an odd stat. There wasn't a punt until almost the end of the first half. So that that was, I mean, it was a, it was not a slow start to this game. Both teams oh, gosh, came out no. kind of throwing haymakers, which it was fun until we fell behind. <laughs> um but yeah Keyshawn Nixon he looks like he has that I don't know what it is um what that special something is for returners they have to like have the vision and the ability Mm -hmm. to make the cuts but they also have to be kind of fearless because you're running down a hill with like boulders in the way you know it's it's like skiing those high stakes skiing ones where they go between the trees because if you hit one it hurts (laughs) <laughs> it leaves um, a mark. Yeah. yeah. It's but he um and also I've been pressed and you know, don't hate me if he does, but it's really hard for uh these return guys. I, I give them all credit that because they have to stand there and try to survey the field a little bit while they're watching the ball. Can't lose the ball. Make sure you focus on the ball and then boom, go. Amari Rogers is listening to this podcast right now going, yeah, guys, it's really hard. (laughs) Yeah, but you fumble after you start running. (laughs) Or you just don't catch it. It's just overall not great for Amari. But Nixon. Definitely silver lining this game. Yes. I would agree with that. Um, Third down efficiency. Not good. We've talked about struggling with that previously in the season. Packers were one for seven on third down in this game. One for one on fourth down. Eight of 15 on third downs for the Eagles. Two of three on fourth down. We talked about that fourth and one that we stopped them on. And it's hard to win a game when you have the ball for 24 minutes, 26 seconds, and the opponent has it for 35 and a half minutes. There you go. That's what I wanted to share. It's... uh... Anything else you want me to say before you get a chance? <laughs> no, I think we've covered it pretty good. I, I just, um, I was pleased about, um, there were things I was seeing that I like. We didn't look horrible. We could have gone into into the uh, game and lose 40 to 10. You know, we haven't been yeah. scoring many points. Yeah, we did. We did get some points on the board. Made the most of some drives when we had it. I mean, like we talked about time of possession. We had 30 less plays on offense than the Eagles. We had 49 compared to their 79. That is crazy. Um, You know, we, we did okay in the red zone two for four, which, you know, that's probably average for a decent NFL team. It's frustrating to see the Eagles on the other side, four for five on touchdowns in the red zone. Um, They look good. there. hard to stop, especially if, you can't stop the run it's hard to stop a team in the red zone um but yeah overall like we said at the beginning of this podcast we didn't get the win it looked difficult to be able to tie it up at the end of the game but we hung in there Mm -hmm. against one of the best teams in the league and it was interesting you know i i you know you hate to see your starting quarterback in so much pain but i don't know i i heard something they said that he didn't break any ribs, but almost or something like that. So he said, but he they was hurt that uh, <laughs> Rogers was worried that he got a rib sticking to his into his lung. Um, but mm. they did x-rays and other stuff and everything looks OK. So that's a tough injury for a quarterback because you're going to you know, you're going to get nailed a couple of times and uh, he'll probably have the, the jacket on so, to help mm-hmm. protect him. But um, yeah. But it was good to see Love coming in there, and he he took command right away. I think it's I, I said it during the game that he's interesting because when he, he's intense, when he's in the huddle, and he talks with his hands, and you don't see that very often with quarterbacks. So, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, before we go to the game ball, I was just taking a peek at the injury report here um, that was released today. Bakhtiari's not practicing with his knee. Chris Barnes practicing, but has a hand injury. 
Devondre Campbell, who I thought would be back this last game but wasn't, is limited practice with his knee, so hopefully we see him against the Bears. We talked about A.J. Dillon hurting his quad in the game. Romeo Dubs has his ankle injury with no designation next to it. Uh, Rudy Ford, wrist injury, but practicing. Shamar John Charles, ankle practicing. Elton Jenkins did not practice with his knee injury. And then Aaron Jones continues to be playing, but staying on the injury report with a shin slash glute butt injury. Broke his butt. Oh, oh my glutes. Oh my Darnell glutes. Savage did not practice with a foot injury. That, that was a bummer to see him go out pretty early in this game. Um, yeah. yeah I did. And then uh, Aaron Rodgers, we have talked plenty about his thumb and rib. So also no designation on Rodgers on if he was practicing or not, but I would guess he's not. Oh, he's not practicing today. They, they said that he wasn't going to practice mm-hmm. uh, but with Bakhtari and Jenkins you know they've been holding them out on Wednesdays yeah so it's not not a surprise but are you ready for the game ball sir oh I suppose I'm ready if you are and now it's time for the game ball I'm going to go with one of the silver linings on defense. We talked about Rudy Ford, (laughs) the four letter word that you love to yell. (laughs) We talked about his turnover uh, on the strip and his three stops and no completions given up in the passing game. Hopefully he, he becomes a fixture in this defense. You know, you love to see guys come in not knowing what to expect and really just assert their position on the field. He's taken advantage of all his opportunities. Um, My my runner up would have been for the game ball, A.J. Dillon, because he was looking really good when he had the ball. We just didn't see a ton of him. So I felt like it should go to Ford. Congratulations, Rudy. Yeah, good job, Rudy. Um, I was thinking about Nixon. Um, with the game. He oh, had. that's a good one too. I didn't, I didn't think about that. I forgot about the special teams. I apologize, Keyshawn. Well, yeah, we have to be careful though, but some, it happens every once in a while. It gets, it, it goes to their head and it got the game <laughs> ball. And the bleeding they, green and gold game ball. And they, they kind of go downhill after that. Um, so speaking of bleeding green and gold, um, your wife, my mom, Marsha, recommended during the game that we should have named the podcast the Packers owners podcast <laughs> that's not a bad idea it's not a little bad. late now but <laughs> it's a little late I wish you would have told eight, us eight years it? ago but okay yeah thanks Marsha <laughs> <laughs> slow on the uptake and she had her Watson jersey on so she had another good game even though they lost um, she was able mm-hmm. to enjoy watching him and boy that that sucker is fast really fast Definitely. You want to talk about the games that were played? Yeah, let's catch up on some picks because we had the weird schedule with Thanksgiving. We have two weeks of picks to go over. So how about two weeks ago? I'll just run through what picks we had and where we're at. And then maybe this last week, if we want to talk about some games along with it, we can. Okay. All right. So two weeks ago, Mike was plus four in the pick'em. Uh, we both thought the pack would beat the Titans. We were wrong. I thought the Bears would beat the Falcons. Mike was right by picking the Falcons. Bears let me down once again. I don't know why I keep relying on these NFC North teams. Roar. Roar. We both thought the Giants would beat the Lions, however, and the Lions held strong to get a yes. win. Uh, I took the Vikings to beat the Cowboys, and the Cowboys spanked them big time. So you got that one right. We both correctly picked the Chiefs and the 49ers to beat the Chargers and Cardinals, respectively, meaning we went into last week, Mike plus six on the picks. Ooh. All right. What direction it's going. Now I'm sure you do. All right. So then we had our Thursday night games, Bills at Lions. I uh, we both took the Bills and we were correct, but man, was that a close game. 28-25. 
Bills yeah. over the Lions. Lions almost take it home. Yeah, that was it. it you know what? I didn't see much of the um, the Viking uh, Patriots game at all, but uh, the the two games I did see on on Thursday, they were good. It was it was good Turkey Day football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Giants uh, Cowboys was pretty good. I picked the Giants. You picked the Cowboys. You got that one correct. Patriots Vikings you took the pets I took the Vikes and the Vikings won it um and then our other picks later in the week was Bears at Jets we both took the Jets who won to start the Mike White era they benched Zach Wilson after he had a horrible streak of games mm-hmm. and refused to admit in any way that it might be his fault yeah. lost the locker room basically and Mike White who is a favorite by the players in the locker room, took over and looked good. Packers at Eagles. You took the Packers. I took the Eagles. Eagles win it. And then Monday night football, Steelers at Colts. I took Steelers to correctly get the win as you took the Colts, the Jeff Saturday Colts. (laughs) Which means you were up plus six after two weeks ago and you're back to plus four. That's okay. That's okay. That's ah, why we build a cushion. Okay. Ah, heck. <laughs> Any other games you want to talk about? Um, well, that, um, like I said, a lot of times you, you get a little hyped up for Turkey Day fo- football, and um, that's some decent games. I, I thought it was fun. Had the gang all here, except for Amina. Couldn't, couldn't make it. That would have been nice. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Other games... Tampa Bay lost. Did we not watch? I thought we watched the Patriots Vikings game. Did we not really? Didn't we watch that after dinner? I don't remember, Sean. Maybe you were just feeling good. I could have been. (laughs) My, uh, what is that? uh, Mead. I had, I had too much mead. Too much mead. Um, But the Buccaneers over or losing to the Browns. Um, So that was kind of an ouch for the uh, Buccaneers. Let's see. Dolphins win again. Man, they look good. Bengals are turning their season around. They beat the Titans 20 to 16. Commanders win again over the Falcons 19 to 13. Um, Two teams that are like, eh, but Chargers win over the Cardinals 25 24. Cardinals really, really. I got to watch that uh, that HBO show. With the Cardinals, the yeah, I haven't watched it either. I watched one episode. It wasn't bad. It's typical, mm-hmm. but um, <clears throat> and then the Seahawks came crushing down and lost to the Raiders forty to thirty four. Hey, fun stat about the Seahawks though. Uh, their quarterback. I'm blanking on his name. Shoot. What's the quarterback's name again for the Seahawks? Uh, it starts with a K or something, doesn't it? No, I don't the Steelers? think so. Yeah, they, uh, they beat the Colts as Geno Smith. 24 to 17. So Geno Smith getting his chance to start with the Seahawks this year. Looking good. Uh, you know, they do these like catch probability stats now in the NFL. He has more touchdown catches that had a less than 20% probability of being caught at 12 than any other quarterback. Second in the league is four. Wow. So he's making some amazing throws this year. I know they're six and five have kind of cooled off in recent weeks, but he's looked pretty good getting the start. Sure has. All right. You want to talk about the, the week coming up? Let's do it. Thursday night football. We got the Bills at the Patriots. Should be a good game. Should be a good game indeed. You never know what Belichick has up his sleeve. However, I have the Bills. You got the Bills? Yeah. I'll take the Patriots. Mike takes the Pats. I almost said Pats. (laughs) When I start a team name with a PA, I'm used to it ending with a CK. (laughs) <laughs> it's a Russian team 
And then we got noon game on Sunday. Packers going to Soldier Field to take on the Bears. I got to go with the Pack. I, I think uh, I think they're going to build off of this game. I think they will too. And the Bears defense just looks horrible right now. So I think we'll put up some points, which Good. probably means we'll score three. <laughs> no, I go. I'll go ten. Uh, the next game is at the Lions. No, or you might be looking at a different schedule than me. We can do Jaguars at Lions. Jaguars at Lions. I'm going. That's a tough one. Jaguars have been looking good. Mm -hmm. Battle of the Kitties. You pick one, I'll pick the other one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because it can go either way. Uh, give me the fighting Dan Campbells. Okay. Which every time I've picked them this year, they've hurt me. Have you realized that? I think I've picked the Lions quite a bit, and those are the weeks they always lose. I picked them quite a bit too in the beginning, and I said, yeah. okay, no more. So I'll but take yeah, the Jaguars. Jaguars have looked good. They they had a really nice win this last week over the Ravens, mm-hmm. and that that's the game where I, I sent you the clip of the um, – Ravens had a chance at the end with a 67-yard field goal. Was it 67? Yeah, 67. Justin Tucker's career long is 66. This was 67. And it was right down the middle, but fell just a foot short of the crossbar. And, you know, I did watch the end of that game on Red Zone, and I remember thinking, so Ravens had, first of all, horrible call by the head coach of the Jaguars. He squib-kicked it. And it only took like four seconds off the clock and gave the Ravens the ball at the 40-yard line. Hmm. So it only took them one play to get in field goal range on a nice throw by Lamar Jackson. But then they they run the field goal team out there and kick it with Justin Tucker, but they had timeouts. And I'm thinking like, not that you're going to ice your own kicker, but just take a timeout there. Give your kicker plenty of time. Get out there. Get, mm-hmm. it, get in position. Like, I don't know why they ran them out. Maybe they didn't want him to get in his head. Just... You know, go out, kick it without thinking. But I remember thinking that was odd. You know that. Uh, do you see Jeff Saturday said that um, he puts the blame of the loss on him? He didn't play the clock well enough. I and didn't see that. He said that uh, he's all the coaches that he played for. He said they were always open and honest with the players, and he always appreciated that. And he always said, if I ever became coach, I'm going to be the same way. So I thought hmm. that was cool. <clears throat> that is cool. All right. Next in the pick'em is Jets going to Minneapolis to take on the Vikings. Also a tough one. Both teams looking good. Yeah, trying to think. Vikings offense. Jets have one of the best defenses. I think they're the number two defense right now. I'll go Jets. Jets Mm -hmm. with the upset. In the cities. I'll go with the Queens. All righty. A lot of differing right now. I don't know how much we'll differ on these last two. Because uh, then we go to Sunday night football. Colts take on the Cowboys in Dallas. Or I guess Arlington, right? <laughs> well, you want to be technical about it. <laughs> it's That's basically Jerry Land. He owns the whole state. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm going Cowboys. So will I. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't mind seeing Jeff Saturday get a win against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saint, the, the former Packers star, Jeff Saturday, by the way. <laughs> Packers star? Yeah. Remember we got Jeff Saturday for his last couple of years in his career? Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't, uh, wasn't like our Bakhtari or something like that. Oh, I no. forgot about that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we had Jeff Saturday for a while. I, I enjoyed that. Kind of like how a lot of Packer fans online talk about Brett Favre, the um, one of the greatest quarterbacks for the Vikings ever. <laughs> After all the scandals that have come out, they try to distance him from the Packers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we go Monday Night Football to wrap things up. Saints at Buccaneers. Yeah, let's try. To, what did the Saints? They lost to the 49ers 13 to nothing. Yeah. 49ers. Oh, they scored nothing in that one, huh? 
Mm. I go Bucks. Yeah, I'm going Brady Bucks as well. Brady Bucks. Brady Bucks. All right. So we. I I thought that's how the last two picks would go. I thought we'd both take Cowboys and Bucks. So you're at plus four in the pick'em, and we differ on three of them in this game. Ooh. So you'll be plus one after this week. <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> All right. So what do you think? Anything special for this game coming up against the Bears? Uh, I mean, I like our chances. I think Bears are, you know, Justin Fields has looked okay. We're not sure if he'll be playing in this game. But I like the Packers' chances. I think we've looked a little resurgent, even though we lost to the Eagles. And I think we'll go to go to Chicago and take care of business. You think Christian Watson will continue his t- touchdown streak? I hope so. It should. I don't know who else they're going to throw it to. <laughs> Donald Driver. Yeah. Uh, AJ Dillon. <laughs> so you, you feeling good about this game? Yeah, as much as I can. You know, I, I'm not uh, playing Pollyanna here, but um, I, I, you know, when you get a record in a season like we have, it's hard to really say, well, we definitely should win this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's typical Packers, Bears. Um, and then, uh, as I said earlier, we've got uh, the bye after that. And then we got the Rams at home. And if we can win Chicago and beat the Rams at home, then we got to go down to the 150-degree weather, take on the Dolphins in Miami. Um, maybe we can get some momentum behind us. <laughs> this is three weeks away. Who knows what's going to happen to the Dolphins? Yeah, who knows? Let's run the table and win a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds so funny. <laughs> I would love it, but yeah, yeah. that sounds funny. Just yeah, make the playoffs. We have to win the next five to maybe make the playoffs. Yeah. I don't even know who we need to to lose. I think we had everyone. Somebody. We need them all to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened this weekend that helped us. I think I can't remember which which game it was. It's, uh, but we need to right, start man. helping ourselves first, I think. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. But yeah, another good week in the books for Bleeding Green and Gold. Thank you all for listening. Join us on the Facebook group Bleeding Green and Gold. And until next week, go back. Go. Hey, that was a better one. You've been doing the go, go. Thank you for listening to the Bleeding Green and Gold podcast with your hosts, Sean and Mike Reagan. Make sure to subscribe and check out the website at bleedinggreenandgold.com. Join the Facebook group. All questions and comments are welcome. Send them to feedback at bleedinggreenandgold.com. And until next time, go pack, go. Go.